Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we will be playing a scenario entitled The Devil's Cave. It was written by Tyler Hudak, who is also our game master. This is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Tyler? So... You are all, uh, you have all been invited into a Miskatonic University expedition to travel to the Cueva de Villa Luz. And I'm going to apologize now for any mispronunciations of uh, Spanish or Mexican words uh, off the bat, but um, you have been invited on this expedition um, from the uh, geology department of Miskatonic University to help explore the Cueva de Villa Luz. Uh, your expedition leader, Diana Boston, is one of the professors at Miskatonic University. She is an experienced geologist, a biologist, and caver. And you've all in some form or fashion worked with her in the past, either as your teacher or uh, as uh, in a professional capa uh, capacity and, and so on. Uh, and so we're, we're gonna kind of start this off where you're all still back in Arkham, uh, doing kind of like a briefing uh talking about the uh the the upcoming expedition uh with you is diana who's kind of explaining some of the, the logistics of where you're going to go what it's going to be like and so on as well as her uh grad student uh mark northrup so with that uh why don't we go around and you can kind of introduce all of your uh, pcs um pete i guess we'll start with you and then you can hand it off to whoever you want. Okay, me, I'm I'm uh, Justin's assistant. Um, I I am studying chemistry, but uh, I need the money, so I'm uh, just Justin's a photographer. I'm his assistant. I carry all of his equipment, some of which is very expensive. So he trusts me, I guess. I'm Justin. I am a photographer. I'm here more on a, well, officially to pad my portfolio, uh, which actually means enjoy a vacation in Mexico. Uh, so I'm along, you know, I convinced, I convinced the professor to, that I was the right person, you know, for the job. You're going to need good pictures. I, I have experience working, you know, with, with the type of conditions that we're going to be working with, uh, but yeah, really just here to, to get away and enjoy a vacation uh, and keeping a close eye on Pete because Pete knows how, how expensive this equipment is. And I mean, there's good pictures there. means good money. Good money right. means National Geographic. Awesome. Uh, let's go to Leo. Uh, Leo is a small little uh, bundle of joy who is just feeling like he won the lottery on going, getting to go on this trip. He's going to see the spiders, the gnats, the bats, the bacteria, the midges, the beetles. He's got it all. He's got step-by-step step where he's going to see he's loving life. All right. Uh, and then Chris. I'm Chris Salmon. I'm a geology graduate student at Arkham university. Um, my specialty is actually the um, the Laurentian uh, range in the Canadian Shield. So this is going to be quite the adventure for me to go down into Mexico and see some different rocks. Awesome. And then last but not least, Chad. Chad Lockhart of the K-1 
California Lockhart's is also a pretty short man like Leo, but he has a chiseled face, like straight off of a marble statue. Uh, he's uh, very excited to actually go out in the field for once uh, and not just sit around and uh, enjoying himself and slacking off. If this goes well, maybe I'll finally declare my major. Perfect. Uh, and, and you've all been, like I said, you have all been chosen for this expedition. Now, Diana, who, uh, again, is the, uh, the lead of the expedition, she's, uh, she's kind of explaining to you that the reason you're going down to uh, uh, the uh, Cueva de Villaluz uh, is because it's a rather unique cave. Uh, it is a cave which is a, has a very hostile environment in it. It, it basically has... Um, sulfuric acid that uh, has conformed into slime on the walls, on the floors. Uh, and so it's uh, one of the most unique caves in the world. Uh, one of the reasons why you're going to uh, down there is to uh, study the, the slime uh, within the cave to see if you can uh, observe anything about it, uh, gather more information about it. Scientists have studied this in the past, uh, and they believe that it's caused by some sort of bacteria that secretes this sulfuric acid. But, you know, again, you're kind of going on behalf of the university to see if you can confirm that. Additionally, uh, in the cave, uh, nobody has ever actually been to the back of the cave, just because the farther you get back into the, the cave, the more hostile the environment is to the point where you can't breathe without a special equipment. Uh, and nobody has ever had that type of equipment before. Additionally, in the back of the cave or, or where they think coming from the back of the cave is this buzzing sound, this like insect-like buzzing sound that anybody who has explored it has heard, but nobody has been able to prove what that is. There's lots of different theories that it could be insects, it could be some geological formations, it could be uh, from the, the stream that runs through it. Uh, and so your, your goal here is to determine what the source of that noise is. Now, what's allowing you to do this this time is you do have special rebreather equipment that was engineered by Miskatonic University specifically for this. And there are a lot of people or a lot of organizations that are very interested to see if this actually works because if it does work in this type of hostile environment, then that means that those rebreathers could possibly be used for other applications such as in uh, firefighting, in, uh, in other hostile uh, locations, potentially to filter out toxic gases, things like that. And so there, there's a lot of um, people who are, are very interested in this. But she explains this all to you uh, during the debriefing and, and Mark, uh, her assistant, kind of uh, uh, talks uh, and brings up, you know, some of these points as well. And at, at some point she kind of stops and then opens it up to see if anybody has any questions. Yeah. What uh, what temperatures can we expect? Most caves are kind of cold, aren't they? Yeah, the, the cave itself will probably have been somewhere around the 60 to 70 degrees. Now, understand, though, that this is in Mexico in the summer. So outside the cave, it's going to be very, very hot and probably in the 90s to 100s uh, outside of the shade. Are you coming with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Diana is going along. Mark is going along. 
Uh, they, uh, they're, they've already made all the arrangements for you, for you to get down there, uh, everything like that. And so they are, yeah, absolutely there to, to lead everything. Yeah. And again, everybody has their own job to, to kind of do the analysis or, uh, Pete and Justin, you know, your, your jobs are to kind of photograph things. Uh, your equipment has been, you've done the necessary precautions to kind of, uh, you know, to make sure that your equipment doesn't get ruined in this hostile environment, you know, things like that. Cool. Uh, how far are we going to be from a beach? Cause I, you know, I figure as we're down here, I, you know, that's something that's missing for my portfolio is like, you know, the, sh- the shoreline, I, I thought, you know, we're we close enough. I can get some of that. Unfortunately, no, the, the cave and, and the village that, that it's in is a couple hours from the coast, uh, where we'll be in the middle of the jungle. So unfortunately, we're not going to have a chance, you know, maybe on the way back, if we get done in time, you know, we'll, we'll have time to uh, go and, you know, uh, head to uh, the coast. Uh, but unfortunately, it is uh, nowhere near it. Where, where are we going to be staying? Is there a village nearby or? There, there is a small village. Uh, so the cave is actually a tourist attraction, um, as well as the the uh, outlying area. There's a lot of like paths through the forest. There's a lot of um, uh, like na- nature. Uh, it's, it's a nature uh, tourist attraction, an ecological tourist attraction. And because of that, in the uh, the village that you're going to be staying at, there is a hotel uh, to which you've all had rooms booked. Well, there you go, Justin. We got jungle girls yeah now listen pete it's a tourist place so when people tourists see someone with a camera they're gonna want me to take their shitty phones and take their shitty pictures you you head all of that off they're not gonna see our cameras yeah you head all of that off i've got uh i got my knife whatever means necessary Actually, it's a good question. Can we take guns in there or? No, you would have had to already have the uh, permits in place uh, to do that. It's a long process that you have to go through the state department through. So unfortunately, none of you will be able to take any guns. So security wise, Pete, I'll, I mean, uh, Justin, I'll just stay with the cameras at all times. And I'll Diana Sam things. Diana says she's been there multiple times. It's a very safe area. She knows the mayor. She knows the, the local uh, law enforcement. The, there's a, a sheriff that kind of, uh, it, the, the sheriff is, she explains that he uh, kind of makes his rounds in the area and one of his uh, kind of like mini offices is in the town. So um, it, it is a fairly safe environment. She says that she's never had any issues in any of the previous times she's well, gone. Yeah, well, the question, I mean, is there any poverty in the area? I'm sure there is. Yeah, it's not the most, uh, you know, it's not like you're, you're going into an upscale area. It's, she said it's not what uh, she would consider poverty, poverty stricken, but, you know, no, nobody there is really rich. Um, so, right. well, our, our hassle by 907X is $13,000 camera. So that could feed them for, a year probably on the money they'd make selling that. So we're I mean, just, just secure. Never set it down, Pete. Just never set <laughs> right. it down. She she Professor, does say. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on, uh, Professor Boston. I was just wondering: Are we going to get some orientation on caving? I, I've done a lot of work above the surface, but very little in caves. 
Yes, the, the good news is this cave isn't like a, uh, a very uh, dangerous or, or complex cave outside of the, the obvious. Um, so it, it's really going to be more like walking through, uh, you know, a rocky trail. Um, you know, it, she does say it is slippery inside. You will see that as you go through. And she starts describing how the slime, um, the, the slime that kind of clings to the walls and uh, to the uh, stalactites are, are kind of affectionately known as um, snotites because it, it does look like somebody's kind of sneezed all over it. Uh, she says that there are also... Uh, kind of these like puddles of the slime on the floor, which uh, are referred to by a lot of people as phlegm ball mats. Uh, these are you know very slippery. You you have to be careful. There there are there is loose rock. Um, so she says you know you should be okay. Nobody here needs any um, you know it needs to be like uh, experienced spelunkers to to go in. We're not going to get into anything like that. If it, she says if we do, Mark and I are very experienced. Uh, we will either take the lead and have you stay back, or we will um, you know make sure everybody's okay. Uh, I have a question about these new rebreathers. Uh, will we have the opportunity to use them uh, for an extended period of time, uh, like uh, 24 hours, or are we more limited in how long we can be in the cave? Uh, she said it's more limited. The the air supply within it, uh, kind of, or not the air supply, it's not like it, it's a, um, uh, where there are tanks uh, of oxygen. It kind of filters out the toxic gases. She says that they're good for about three to four hours. Uh, and she kind of demonstrates it to you. It almost, if you've ever seen um, like the the masks that a uh, fireman would wear uh, when they're right. going in, it kind of looks like that where it's got like the face plate uh, that you can see out of. Uh, and it's got almost what looks like a... Um, uh, a miniaturized version of like the World War One gas mask right. thing there. Uh, it's a little bit more complex than that, uh, but she kind of shows you that essentially that's how it works. Um, it uses some special filters. The, you're taking a lot of extra filters, but the filters only last for about three or four hours. And you say that we don't need those until we get towards the back of the cave. She said, you probably don't, but you know we'll, what we'll do is as we go into the, the first couple of rooms that we've explored, uh, we will likely just uh, put them on uh, to be, uh, at the beginning just to make sure that everybody is able to uh, you know, be okay. Uh, she explains that you, know, you will absolutely smell the, the, the gases and this is gonna help kind of you know, clear that out as well. It's gonna smell like rotten eggs. Yes. Yeah. Um, have these things been tested? Yes, they, they, they have been tested. Uh, they, they never, they've never been field tested, but they have been tested in the lab and they've all passed with flying colors. Uh, so, uh, she says, I, I am, you know, very comfortable wearing these. Uh, we, I've done it before. I've been part of the test. So we, uh, you should have, you know, nothing to fear. Cool. How long until we get there? Or, uh... She uh, so uh, in terms of timeline, uh, you'll leave in the morning. Uh, it takes uh, you know it, it's it's a good you know flight probably you know between everything it's going to take about six to eight hours total trip uh, flight wise, uh, and then there is uh, a bus that you'll take from the airport to uh, the village, which is about a four or five hour uh, drive. So it's going to be a long travel day. Get your books and charge your phones, boys. Yeah, what's the what's the like cellular signal out there? There is none. Oh God! Ooh, the, the, the hotel no for me. 
Yeah, the, the hotel does have some uh, wireless and internet connectivity, but it's spotty at best. Yeah, okay. we're, we're, she says, we are going to be in the middle of the jungle. And you will, you know, absolutely, you know, not have a lot of the creature comforts that you have uh, here in the U.S. I was looking forward to live tweeting it, but eh, whatever. Say, so you got good, not boring book recommendations. Not boring. Do you do you find seed eating bats boring? As long as they're photographic. I mean, does it have pictures? Oh. Don't worry, Justin. I'll I'll bring no. Jose along. Okay. No, I have no suggestions. I'm sorry. Okay. Justin, I'll I'll bring Jose along. Okay. Where though? Yeah. Lots, like lots. All right. Um, you you all uh, with that, she kind of concludes uh, the the meeting. Uh, you'll have you know if you have, anybody has any other questions, you definitely have opportunity throughout the trip uh, down there to to may, uh, ask them. Uh, but you uh, the trip uh, occurs the next day. It's uh, no no issues flying down. Uh, you you kind of take a red eye uh, so that you get you land in Mexico uh, roughly around you know six in the morning or or so. Uh, you travel from uh, the airport. Uh, on, you get on this um, older uh, travel bus. Uh, definitely not anything like a Greyhound or, or anything like that that you would expect. Um, the only air conditioning is when you open the windows. Uh, and as you travel through the uh, the, on the bus, you, you leave the city where the airport is, uh, and within about an hour or so, you enter into the jungle. And, and the farther or the longer and longer you go, the thicker and thicker the jungle gets uh, to uh, almost where you're passing a house every once in a while, but for the most part, you're on a bumpy, uncomfortable dirt road going uh, into uh, the Mexican jungle. After about three or four hours, uh, you kind of lose track of time. And of course, you, you absolutely do not have any signal, uh, any type of internet signal or cell phone signal. Uh, you pull into the, the jungle kind of opens up uh, into this village. Uh, and the village is actually a lot better than what you expect. Uh, as you pull in, there is a town square, uh, which is where the bus kind of pulls up. Uh, there is a, a nice like fountain in the center of the town. Uh, there is the hotel, uh, which I will uh, describe in a second. Uh, and kind of around the town square are a couple of roads that, that lead off to uh, uh, what looks like houses uh, and a couple uh, smaller uh, stores. Uh, uh, basically, you know, small stores probably for tourists and, and things like uh, and people like that. You do see some of the uh, uh, villagers or what you uh, suspect are, are the villagers kind of walking around uh, again, you know, no, nothing that's, that's too exciting. It's, it, it's a fa fairly small village. Uh, you also see a, uh, a police station. Uh, and when I say police station, I mean more like a, think of it as uh, more like a large shed uh, is, is about its size. Uh, you do see an SUV parked in front of it uh, with uh, uh, that uh, very obviously the uh, police uh, SUV. Uh, and the, the bus kind of pulls up in front of the hotel. Uh, the hotel itself is called 
So I don't want to. Uh, El, El Hotel de la Brisa Fresca, which uh, translates to the Hotel of the Cool Breeze. Um, you suspect that the hotel was probably built in the 50s or 60s and probably hasn't been updated since then. It's painted this very faded pinkish coral color. Uh, it, it doesn't look too bad. You, you do see a bar, uh, kind of uh, a bar slash cafe off the front uh, with um, uh, somebody kind of standing behind uh, the bar just by himself. Uh, nobody really there. Uh, as you pull up, you do see a man standing on the kind of the veranda of the hotel, kind of wearing a very nice suit. Uh, the, the man is, you know, probably about you know, five, seven, five, eight, uh, a Mexican gentleman uh, wearing a, you know, very nice suit, even in this hot weather. And it is very hot outside. Uh, he sees the bus uh, pull up, gets this very bright, you know, smile on his face. Uh, and as the bus stops, Diana gets off uh, as everybody's kind of grabbing their things and you see them, them start to converse. And it's very obvious that, that they know each other, uh, that they've, uh, you know, met before. Are they oh, speaking in paradise voice? I'm sorry. I walk over to the bar. Por favor, cerveza. You, you should kind of start getting off. Uh, so, somebody else asked a question. I'm sorry. I, I missed that. Were they, um, was she speaking to the fellow in English? Uh, yes, she is. Okay. Uh, from, from what you can tell. In fact, if you, if you want, go ahead and give me a listen roll. Okay. Um, that is a regular success. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're speaking English to each other. You can't quite make out exactly what they're saying. They're, I mean, they're not hiding what they're saying. It's just hard to hear. Uh, you do kind of get the I, idea that they're talking about the expedition. Uh, after, uh, and you're kind of watching them to, to try to figure out what, what they're saying. After, you know, maybe about a minute or so of conversation, you see the man get a little bit agitated. Um, you know, he gets a little bit red in the face and it looks like uh, Diana is calming him down. Uh, and after about a minute or shortly after that, he, he kind of calms down. So uh, but you weren't able to hear what um, uh, what was going on. Um, Chris, as you're walking over to the bar, you get kind of get off the bus uh, and you like literally step off the bus and you hear Mark, uh, the, the assistant behind you going, hey, Chris, we've got stuff to take off, man. You know, no bars yet. Yeah, I, I promise. We'll I'm here. I'll help a little later. Yeah, so, come on. We, we, we've got stuff to do today. OK, you know, OK, OK. Mark, are, I know are we staying here, Mark? Are we staying here, Mark? He says, yeah, th this is the uh, th this is the hotel we're staying at. Justin, it, it, it's two fours. I'll, I'll unpack Justin. You know. get, get me the SL2 while you do that. I'm going to I'm gonna get right. some pictures of the of the village here. All right. So I get him the Leica uh, SL2. I'm walking around getting Strap pictures. on, strap on, strap on. Jesus Christ. Got it. Got it. Who, who, who's the photographer here? Just unload the bags, Pete. Who will you yell at if you break the damn Just, thing? just unload the bags, Pete. And I walk around. And I'm getting pictures of villagers. <laughs> uh, the, as you do that, the, the villagers themselves don't uh, don't react to it. It's very obvious that, that they're used to getting the picture taken by by tourists. Uh, and and like I said, the the area is actually really nice. 
um, you know, it, it, the, at least the center of this town is um, built up to be a, a, a nicer tourist attraction. Go ahead, uh, uh, Justin, and give me a spot hidden, though. Uh, that is an 18 out of 60. So that's a hard success. Nice. Uh, so you're, you're kind of taking the pictures and, you know, you've got a good eye for these things. You've uh, had experience taking pictures all over the place. And so you can kind of notice the little details. You do notice that while the, um, the, the town square is nicer, everything has uh, almost like a, a fresh coat of paint. The side streets that lead off from the town square, and there's only like maybe three or four side streets, you do notice that the houses there are a bit run down. We're not talking like slums or anything like that, but they're in pretty dire need of repair. So you kind of get the impression that the the, the town center is made up for the tourists while everyone else is probably a bit poorer than, than what, um, you know, uh, what they, they try to make it look out, uh, look to be. Yeah, definitely step down, not, not far into that street, but a little bit to get pictures of that, of the more rundown portions. Awesome. Um, so as everybody's bringing things down, Diana uh, kind of uh, says, Every, everybody, I'd like to introduce you to uh, Castillo uh, Guarez. Uh, he's the mayor of the town. He's, uh, you know, here, uh, he's, uh, you know, our kind of our host here. And, you know, he, he and I have have known each other for, you know, a, a number of years. And uh, she just, you know, kind of introduces you to him. Uh he he puts on this very wide smile, uh, starts shaking everybody hand everybody's hand, and you know says, "Well, welcome to the town. You know, thank you very much. We're excited for you to be here." Thank you, Mr. Meal. I'm taking this. We're very excited as well. Sorry, you're staying in the finest accommodations that the town has. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. And in fact, uh, he says, uh, "Please, I, I already told Diana this." I want to invite everybody here to my house tonight. I uh, will have a very nice dinner. Uh, I've already set it up. Uh, uh, and so, you know, please, after, you know, you do uh, whatever you're doing today, uh, please, uh, you know, I, I come over. You'll have the, the, the best uh, comforts that the town offers. Hey, Castillo, could you get a quick selfie with me in front of the hotel real quick? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he kind of straightens his tie, pulls down his suit, uh, you know, puts on his politician smile as, as you, uh, you kind of take the, the photo. Selfie, I roll my eyes so hard, my head follows them. What rooms are we staying in? Uh, so uh, Diana goes up, uh, kind of uh, Diana Mark, uh, check you in. Uh, you can see that there's uh, one um, uh, lady uh, at the front desk. Uh, and actually, other than uh, and her uh, and the the bartender, you really don't see any other uh, workers around. Um, you're walking inside of the hotel. The lobby, again, kind of continues that like 50s, 60s uh, decor. There's some like rattan furniture in there, uh, ceiling fans going. Uh, and she comes back to you and, and hands everybody a key. Uh, and, and you notice that um, all of you have keys on the second floor. Um, she also so, uh, uh, Justin, are you still taking pictures or are you uh, here as well? Uh, I've come inside. I've followed the group as they come as they okay. come in. So um, Justin or Pete, she hands uh, one of you a second key and says, this is for this is a second room that we've gotten for your equipment. Uh, so no, 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 no
our, our equipment has to be in the room with us. And okay, that, and that's says, two. That's fine. Those twin beds, not one king size. Right. Those well, you each beds. have your own room. I mean, you, you're you're, right. you're more than welcome to you know share a room if you want, but we did get everybody their their own rooms. Oh. The equipment will stay with me then, just okay. okay. It's, 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 it's there in case you need it. The, uh, it was part of the expedition. Uh, and then Mark uh, says, I also have a key for a separate room, and that's where we'll, we'll be storing the equipment for the expedition. Uh, and so, with that, he kind of uh, leads everybody, has everybody kind of grab some of the equipment. Uh, as you uh, load everything off the bus, the bus starts up and drives away. Um, you go up uh, to your rooms uh, and kind of drop off the uh, the uh, equipment into uh, the, the storage rooms or the, the expedition equipment. Uh, Justin and Pete, if you want to keep them in your own rooms, you're, you're more than welcome to. Uh, but you uh, take them up to the rooms. Every, uh, like I said, everybody's rooms are on the second floor. And in fact, it looks like you, you have the entire second floor. Uh, so you have a total of... Uh, nine rooms uh so the five of you diana mark and then the two storage rooms if, if you want to use them uh there are no elevators there there's only stairs in here uh you get up to the rooms and the rooms are not uh you know exactly what what you really uh expected uh it definitely you know nothing that you're used to uh in the u.s um each room contains a bed a dresser and a small table um none of the rooms have tvs uh, uh but each of the room does have a phone uh which goes to the front desk the the room uh, or the air in the rooms though is very stifling um it, it's very um hot uh even though there's an air conditioner in there you kind of expect that the temperature in the rooms probably isn't uh lower than 85 yeah you do the, the windows in the rooms do open um uh, so you can open them to get uh, a breeze and there's a ceiling fan in there as well um Every other room uh, is connected via a shared bathroom as well. Oh, thank God. Shower? Yes. Okay. I'm going to check. The first thing I'm going to do is check the water, make sure it's running. Yep. The, the water is running. Uh, the cold water is actually cold, and the hot water is eh, kind of in between lukewarm and hot. Right. I turn off my AC and open the window and turn on the ceiling fan. Something outside. comfortable, tropical. Yeah, immediately that seems to cool down the room a little bit more than what the the air conditioning does. I'm gonna check my bed for bed bu bed bugs. Uh, give me a luck roll. Oh no! You should have Leo check them for bed bugs. Okay, that is a hard for. success on luck. Uh, the, the bed is clean. Um, it looks like the sheets were recently changed and you other than, you know, finding some, some dust and, uh, you know, probably like scraps of paper that the maids missed under the bed, you don't find anything else. No bed, no bed bugs. I'm heading down for that beer now. Sure. I'm, I'm joining Chris. Okay. Uh, Leo, what are you, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, I'm making sure that all our equipment's nicely sorted and then I'll uh, do the same, open the windows, uh, get that ready and then head down as well. Okay. And then uh, Justin and Pete. Um, 
I'm repositioning the uh, most expensive equipment and keeping it in a backpack with me at all times. Um, Justin can do whatever he wants. I'm topping off a flask with some uh, Jose Cuervo. Okay. And if I see Leo in the hallway as we're walking by, I said, did you open your window? Did you oh, open your window? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Can you believe we got the whole second floor of the best hotel in town? There's the only hotel in town, my friend. It's not, it is the best, but it's because it's the only one. But the whole um, floor. You you really like your uh, flora and fauna, don't you? Because you're going to have iguanas in your bedroom tonight. Oh, man. You, you think? That would be great. I think that when you walk outside, you're going to see every uh, in the shadow of every tree is an oh. iguana sitting there watching us. Yes, I I'll be honest. This is like a vacation for me. This is amazing. And 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 from from your rooms, um, you know, looking out, uh, you can see you know into the the jungle. Um, one one side of we'll say like uh, half of you on, on one side of, of the hallway, you kind of overlook the town square, but but the other half, uh, oh, I'm sorry, you you overlook the town square and kind of the the jungle off uh, in the distance from there. Uh, the others of you, the the hotel, it kind of backs up to to the jungle on the other side of of the hotel. Um, it, and it's, you are definitely in the middle of the jungle, you know, looking out, uh, you know, over the treetops and, and everything that you can see, it's nothing but trees for as far as, as you can uh, see. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious where, where is this town in Mexico? I mean, it's, so, uh, yeah, so it's in the Tabasco province or, or state of, uh, uh, Mexico, um, well, I'll have to get it. Uh, I, I don't have I'll a handout it with it on a map, but yeah, it's. I, I, if I remember right, it's uh, about central Mexico. Okay. So we're not like in the Yucatan. No, I, I don't believe so. Um, or, or maybe we are. Uh, we're uh, we're close to it, but we're not actually on it. Yeah, pretty much west of the Yucatan Peninsula, still bordering on Belize, though. So it's. It's close. Yeah, Guatemala is not far away. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I have been. Did you say the road was uh, dirt or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at the float by the side of the road, the the rocks that are there. Mm -hmm. um, While I'm holding my beer, seeing if there's anything interesting. Yeah, so the three of you, as, or, or uh, and whoever else goes, when, when you go down to the uh, the bar, the bartender is more than happy to to help you. As you're heading down there, you you kind of pass the um, uh, you pass Diana and and Mark, and they they kind of let you know, hey, uh, we are going to go to the cave today to do some initial research, but you have a couple hours uh, to kill. Um, it's, it's probably, uh, around 11 o'clock. She says that, uh, she wants to head over at about one o'clock, uh, give give everybody time to rest up and, and all that. Uh, uh, and so, uh, you, you have a couple hours to yourselves, um, at the bar, the, the bar itself is, has a lot of like, uh, brand names of, of liquor that you've never heard of the the beer is you know th- there's some some beers that, that you've heard of before they've got you know what would be popular with tourists like uh, corona or modelo and Dos know, things like, yeah Dos 
uh, you know, things like that. So yeah, at least some familiar brands there. And, and it's actually fairly cheap and uh, somewhat cold. So, uh, you know, th this is probably the little oasis within uh, the town itself. Uh, nice. You've uh, never Chris, heard of you've never heard of Samuel Adams. That, that, I'm sorry, that's, that, that's our well, beer. Oh, uh, we can we can see if uh, bartender tells you we, we can see if we can get that in uh, in our next shipment. Um, will, will you be here in two weeks? I have no idea. I don't think so. Don't worry about uh, it. Oh, okay. Um, One Chris, Crisco sour, please. <laughs> And he, you know, kind of, you know, uh, pours you uh, a, a probably pretty poor version of it. it he, he's definitely not a um, experienced bartender. Most probably uh, used to just, uh, you know, either pouring tequila shots, making margaritas, or, uh, you know, uh, un, you know, doing uh, beer uh, tabs, uh, opening up beer bottles and, and so on. Uh, Chris, you said you were going to go to the road. What, what exactly were you looking for? I just want to look at the rocks on the side of the road, you know, the, sometimes you could tell something about the local geography by looking at the float, but, you know. What's up for the iguanas? Um, Nothing you, interesting, just doing rock jock stuff. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a geology roll. No, I failed. Um, so the, yeah, you, you find, uh, you know, Really, what you would expect uh, within uh, you know the, the area, even just on the side of the road, N nothing that kind of you know sets anything out um, or gives you any idea of you know what what the the makeup of the land is or you know anything like that. <clears throat> uh, does anybody want to do anything else? Kind of in the hour or so that that you have to kill. While still sipping on my drink. Um... I'm going to seek out Diana and I'm just going to be like, uh, Hey, I, uh, I heard you had some kind of like for a second there when you were talking to Mr. Aguarez, it looked like things got a little heated. Any, uh, any idea what that was about? Oh, you know, it's, he, he always gets a little uh, concerned when, whenever anybody comes out here to do any explorations within, within the cave. Um, it, what there's there are, you know it, it's a, a dangerous cave it, it's what it, she says is what it comes down to they, they've had some um some injuries in the past some some people disappear although those are normally uh tourists so he always gets, gets a little bit on edge uh and really that that's all it is there's also some local superstitions about the cave uh and you know folklore you know that that you know the the uh, the the locals have come up with, um, so I, I'm sure that kind of plays into it as well. Well, if it wasn't dangerous, then it wouldn't be fun. Exactly. I mean, we're she starts to get really excited, and you know, we're we're going to be going into this cave and you know exploring into areas that nobody has ever done before. This is amazing, and she kind of starts you know, getting really excited about it, and you know, kind of going on and on. I, I have to imagine your eyes start to glass over a little bit. Um, so cheers to that. And I'm going to chug the rest of my shot. Wait, all right. Uh, she, she sees you do that. She's, I will, I, I would slow down on that. Yeah, you know, it is very hot. You know, we want you to stay hydrated. Uh, and, you know, we're going to be going in the cave and it, it's going to be a, uh, you know, a little bit of hard work. So I, I'm fine with the celebratory drinks of getting here, but let, let's hold off until uh, for the rest. I only planned on this one. <laughs> 
Oh, perfect. And and I will absolutely join you later, she says, uh, for, for a drink. Uh, any Anybody else uh, would like to do anything? I'm doing my job, just keeping an eye on the equipment. Like I'm just sitting near the bar, but uh, just drinking out of the flask, not purchasing anything. I, I think my general attitude is if I see anybody, any strangers, any tourists or anything walking towards us, I'm going to keep an eye on. I don't want no pickpockets or people coming up to me and slicing my bag and stealing my stuff. You know what? Give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, I'm probably also just strolling around town. If I was to do that, do I need to roll spot hidden as well? No. Okay. Uh, I got a 17 out of 60, so that is almost an extreme. So you, as you're kind of sitting uh, and, and kind of watching, um, you you really don't see any tourists. And in, in fact, you're the only ones here who you would consider uh, tourists. Every, and now, granted, this is, it's the middle of the day. It's very hot out. So there's very few people out. But everybody so, that you see walking around are very obviously locals here. Uh, there there yeah. doesn't appear to be anybody else. Can, can I assume that this is kind of an off season because it's so damn hot? Th- that's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so... What, what I said still goes, if anybody, if a stranger is anywhere around, you know, there's the old thing where if you've got your backpack on, people will come up behind you and slip the bottom of your backpack and get all of your stuff as it falls out. I can't let that happen. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have any animosity towards anybody. It's just, I'm not going to let that happen. I'd have to pay for the equipment. I can kind of kind of imagine that you're you're sitting in there, you know, kind of darting your eyes around. You know, yeah, I've got it probably sure. sitting now on the ground in front of me, and where my legs are wrapped around it. Uh, Other than Chad, that, I'm lightly drinking, also. Okay, uh, Chad, as you're kind of walking around uh, the town square, you know, there's a couple of places that you could go if you wanted to. There's like a kind of like a, a mini uh, equivalent of like a, a convenience store. There is uh, the, the sheriff's office. It looks like, um, as far as you can tell, uh, he's in there. Uh, and, you know, real, that's, I mean, basically, yeah, they're, they're, and like I said, there's a couple kind of locals kind of uh, wandering around as well, a couple kids playing and so on. I do have some points in uh, Spanish. So yeah. if people were speaking in Spanish, do, do I happen to hear any interesting conversations? Um. The conversations that you hear are mostly just kind of uh, day-to-day banter. Um, you know, go ahead and give me give me a listen roll. We'll, we'll see if you kind of pick up anything interesting, you know, as you're kind of walking around and, and looking. I rolled a 46 on 45, so I'll spend one point of luck okay. to make that a success. Yeah, and remember, you can always uh, uh, spend luck. Uh, you can always push your rolls uh, and, and so on. Uh, but you, uh, as you're kind of walking around, you, um, you you pick up bits and pieces of conversations here. There's like maybe four or five people that are walking around. Mo- most of them are, you know, people just saying, hi, how are you doing? You know, things like that. You, you do kind of walk past the, this uh, couple that, that's talking, um, uh, two gentlemen, uh, and you, you kind of make out, again, you, you're not 
uh, completely fluent in Spanish, but you you make out that somebody you know says uh, one one of the guys says to the other, uh, he, he's asking about uh, the missing tourist, uh, and uh, that's kind of you know all you can pick up with it. When I hear that, I'm gonna look at him with a bit of a raised eyebrow, and I'm gonna approach and attempt to say in Spanish, "Missing tourist? What's up with?" There's a tourist that went missing. Um, I do have a 41 in Spanish. Okay, you yeah, you can roll. Can, yeah, I know you, you can absolutely do that, but go ahead and give me a, a charm roll. Uh, that's lucky. That's the one social skill that I put points into. Um, that is a 17 under 65. Okay. So that's a hard. Uh, he he kind of uh, you know looks uh, a little taken aback that, that you ask him uh, about this, uh, but you know pretty quickly uh, he um, kind of you know changes any negative demeanor and says, "Oh uh, yes, I'm I'm sorry. The, uh, there was a tourist who was here uh, a couple." And he's saying this in Spanish. Um, uh, there was a tourist here uh, a couple weeks ago who who went missing, and uh, I was uh, I don't think that he has been found yet. I, I know the sheriff was was looking for him, and uh, he, he kind of um, you know reaches down into his pocket, pulls out a paper, and says, "I, I there, yeah, there's an article in here uh, from a couple of days ago uh, about it." And he, and he hands you over uh, the paper. Um, give me one second, and I will give you this. I'll pass him a couple bucks. Oh, he says, "Oh, no, not necessary. You know, uh, thank you very much." Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, he says, I, I, I'm sorry, are, are you here uh, as a, a, you know, is to, to visit our town? We're just going to be visiting uh, a cave for a bit of a geological study. Uh, the Cueva de Via Luz. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the other uh, gentleman who's with him, he kind of gets this shocked look on his face. And uh, the one that you're talking to, he very quickly does the sign of the cross. Uh, he says, please, he puts his hand on your shoulder. Please be, be careful. Uh, please wa watch out for El Diablo. All right. I'll be on the lookout for any uh, Diablo running around. Yeah, but, uh, and he says, please, the, the, this is very important. This, he kind of looks around to make sure that nobody's kind of watching him. Um, and he, he says, the, 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 the devil, he, he lives in the, the cave, you know, please be very careful. Uh, and with that, he, he kind of does another sign of the cross and, you know, that both gentlemen kind of slowly start to, uh, actually give, um, you know what, everybody, uh, give me a spot hidden roll. Uh, I'll say that, you know, since all of you are kind of in the general area, you, you could see Chad walking around. I'll spend three points of luck to make that a success. Uh, so, so Chris, uh, Leo, or so Chris, Justin, and Pete, you failed. Uh, Leo, you made it. Uh, I got a hard success. If awesome. an extreme would matter, uh, it's one point of luck away. No, it, it won't. So, um, Chad, uh, the the two gentlemen, they, they kind of start to, to walk away. Uh, and, and Leo, you you were just kind of you know watching, um, you know, looking at the, the plants and that, and you kind of noticed Chad, you know, talking to these two gentlemen. And you see, you know, the you can't hear the exchange, but you you see it happen, and you can see how the gentlemen they you know slowly start kind of walking away. Uh, and uh, both um, 
you and uh, Chad, you see that as they start walking away, they, they're kind of glancing up and uh, almost like they're looking at somebody. And as you follow your uh, their gaze, you see that the sheriff is standing in the the doorway to the sheriff's office, looking at them, his arms crossed. He looks uh, a little bit un- unhappy. Uh, and then the, the two gentlemen with that, they kind of turn away and, and kind of hur- hurryingly you know, walk away. With the, the newspaper in hand, um, I'm just going to go back to like the hotel lobby area and um, kind of seek out the others when they're there. Okay. And be like, hey, we're still article. in the bar. Yeah, I, I think everybody is, is kind of, you know, uh, in that hot. area. So, so you should be able to. Another tourist disappears via Luz. Within the last several months, many tourists have disappeared in or around the town of Via Luz. Last week was no exception when George Bowler disappeared while vacationing. Sheriff Garza was quick to explain that many of the tourists that have vanished have done so because they have wandered off the approved trails into the jungle. There are many dangers in the jungle, he said. Not only can one be harmed by the wildlife, but there are many caves and sinkholes in the area which one could fall into and be injured. The jungle is also very thick and is difficult to search through. Mayor Castillo Guarez disagrees. What our sheriff refuses to believe, Mayor Guarez said, is that there is a curse upon Cueva de Villaluz. He has not seen the acid-dropping hell that it is. The devil lives there and does not like to be disturbed. Anyone who enters the cave will become the devil's victim. The citizens of Villaluz agree with the mayor. Regardless of the reason, uh, Bowler has yet to be found. Last week, a search party organized by the sheriff yielded no results, as did previous searches. When asked, the sheriff said they would do as much as they could, but at this time, the outcome did not look promising. Um, when I get inside, I'm going to approach the bar, uh, article in hand, and kind of like uh, tap on the shoulders of those present, say, uh, like, hey, I uh, spoke to a local, heard an interesting rumor, check this out, and I'm going to present them the newspaper. Huh. Guys swore okay. that the... The, the devil lives in that cave. Well, that yeah, explains but... why the sheriff was giving him the, the stink eye. I, I was wondering what you were talking to them that had him looking at you that way, but it sounds like the sheriff doesn't like the, the bad press. They're all superstitious Catholics. I'm, and... I'm rather surprised that the mayor believes there's a curse. They're all superstitious. You know what? It's a freaking jungle. It's like I'm surprised that 50 people a year don't go missing in the jungle. They probably don't because these people know the jungle pretty well. They've lived here their whole lives. But tourists? Tourists go missing in the United States all the time and in just, you know, parks. So... And listen, it's a small village, small tourist village. Curses play well in places like this for tourism. People eat that shit right up. Ghosts in the hotel hiding in your room. Surprised our hotels, they're not telling us it's haunted to stay away from the 13th room on the fourth floor or whatnot. Or the old lady down the street, she's a bruja. She's going to cast spells on you. To be fair, we have not asked. Do you want to ask Leo? 
you want to ask around if it's I, I, it's haunted. I kind of do. You know, as long as we stick together, we're going to be fine. Do they have? I don't know if they have wild animals. I mean, I, I know they've got small wild animals, iguanas and coatis and stuff like that. But I don't know if they've got jaguars or. I wouldn't be surprised if there were howler monkeys out there. You know, I'm thinking about something that could snap your neck and drag you up a tree. Well, the thing about howler monkeys is when they're in the trees, the noise they make sounds a lot like a jaguar. But howler monkeys, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Where are they from? They're not from Africa. (laughs) Leo would know. Leo gives the appropriate (laughs) answer for where they're from. So as I look around at the bar, uh, do I notice any, you know, young men or women are my age, 25-ish? No, other than the the people who are with you, you are the only, and the bartender who's there, uh, you are the only ones in the bar. So your only choice is the bartender if you're interested, but. Yeah, well, I, I mean, the, I was, they probably know what happened to some of these folks if they were talking about where they went. This is the only hotel, as you mentioned, Pete. Leo, I look at the jungle out there. I think the guy could wander 20 feet away from the edge mm-hmm. of the, the path and die, and nobody would know it until he started smelling. Yeah, it's really exciting. And then it's not it's really exciting. Think of all the little creepy crawlies all over yeah. that dead body. <laughs> Right. Uh, as you're having this conversation, you know, the, the, the time kind of wanes on uh, a little bit. And before you know it, Diana and Mark are coming down and they, they kind of rouse everybody, uh, tell everybody it's time to head over to uh, the cave uh, and to do kind of your initial kind of day one exploration. She, she explains to you that you're not going to be going too far. She just wants you to, to see the cave, to, to try the equipment out, make sure everything's working after the trip uh, and, and so on. Um, are we going to be there after dark? Do we need no, to? No, no, no. She says that you'll only be there for a couple hours uh, and then you you should be back uh, long before dark. Okay, Justin, do you want to take pictures today or do you want to uh, just set things up so that we can see what kind of shots we can get later? They bring everything. I might take pictures, probably just the Hasselblad in lower light conditions. Uh, but bring it all. But I'll probably just use the Hasselblad. But <clears throat> pack it all. Okay. Tripods, the uh, the light. Okay. Speed light, strobes, pack it all. All right. Uh, so you, you kind of pack everything up. Uh, unfortunately, you have to carry everything. Uh, there I are, know. you know, either, there's no cars, uh, you're, the bus that you had left. Diana had mentioned that, you know, you and, and you would have known this, that you you're, uh, the, the expedition is uh, to last about a week. Uh, and then the bus will come back uh, to get you uh, when, when it's time. The uh, you, you start walking towards the uh, t- uh, towards uh, the cave. And, and the way that you do that is you start walking, uh, you know, down the road, out of town, uh, and eventually, uh, after about a five-minute walk from the town, you get to this path with a with a sign that kind of uh, points to. Uh, it has like one of those little trail maps that kind of points to the direction of the cave, and you start going into the jungle uh, on, on this trail. And, and the trail is uh, it, it's a, a dirt trail, but it's uh, you know nicely nicely kept. It's not like it's uh, you know uh, washed away or anything like that, and. For the first uh, probably 10 minutes into the jungle, you're really just surrounded by jungle. And you all 
it really hits all of you just how thick this jungle is. You, you can see maybe uh, off the trail, maybe a couple feet into the jungle and then it gets very dark. It gets very thick. Uh, and you can, you can absolutely understand how if somebody were to go off the trail, they likely would get lost pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but as you're, as you're going through the, uh, the jungle after about 10 minutes, uh, you, the, the jungle starts to, or sorry, not the jungle, the, the path starts to uh, go parallel to a, a stream uh, and the stream uh, when you first encounter it is, uh, you know, kind of a nice uh, stream. It's got almost like this, uh, whitish quality to it, but the the farther you travel and, and the longer you follow it, you can see that the stream itself is starting to get uh, more and more uh, white, almost to the point where it be it gets this uh, very milky uh, color. And I use and my chemistry to make it like whether it's safe to get on you or yeah, absolutely. 28 and my chemistry is impossible to see. Uh, 70, so I got a hard. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you can tell that uh, just by, by looking at it and you are starting to get a little bit of this sulfur smell the, the farther along you go that the uh, it's probably not, you, you definitely don't want to be drinking it. Right. Uh, yeah. It's probably okay to get on your skin for, for short periods of time. Uh, but the, the farther and farther along you go, uh, you do start to see it get, you know, very, very uh, white, uh, um, you know, very, very, almost it looks like some milk. of the milk, or I'm sorry, the stream is made of milk. Uh, Leo, you're seeing that, you know, there are, there are fish in, in the stream, even as you get closer to uh, the cave. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that I, uh, Diana would have pointed out to you that is that, you know, even though the, this cave is very toxic, is a very toxic environment, there are animals that, that live in there. There are bats, there are fish uh, and, and so on. And so it is something that, you know, it has kind of fascinated everybody. Um, but as you uh, go along the trail, as the, the, uh, the stream becomes uh, more white and milky, you do start to smell this like rotten egg smell in the air. And before you know it, the, the trail kind of opens up into, uh, you know, a partial clearing in the, uh, in the jungle. And you can see the entrance to the cave in front of you. Uh, the, the cave itself is almost like uh, a, a mountain of rock that has just kind of appeared out of the, the jungle. Uh, there is a entryway uh, in the cave that goes into it. The stream is coming out of the cave uh, and Diana kind of gets near it, kind of sits down her equipment and says, all right, this is it. Uh, if everybody can kind of start gathering your equipment and getting ready, uh, we'll, we'll start, uh, you know, we'll, everybody will suit up and, and uh, or get ready and, and we'll go in. Just snap it, Pete. Dino seven X. Yeah. Hold on. Takes me a minute to unpack it. Don't snap at me. I'm scared to so fucking pack all the okay. way over here. I, I appreciate that, Pete. I apologize. I'm just excited. I want to get everybody. All no, right. wait back, everybody, please. I, I want to get it just to, of the cave only. Just Here one shot of the or one shot of the cave only. Strap on. God damn. While, while he's uh, 
taking those photos behind him. I'm taking a selfie with him and the cave in it. Do you have a selfie stick? Probably. I, I think that that causes Justin to die a little bit inside when, when he sees that. Yeah. Turn around. So he's like, God damn it. Are you really? Yeah. Why not? This is awesome. Listen, you've got photos for national geographic. I've got photos for Instagram. We're two different worlds here, bud. Oh yeah. We, we, we really fucking are. Yeah. We really are. Yeah, I'm just taking a look at the the rocks to see if there's anything that stands out other than the norm of what I'm expecting for a limestone cave. From the outside of the cave, no, um, everything looks like like what you expect. I mean, it, it's it, it is new. It, it is unique. You you can you can um you know kind of just glancing into the, the cave and the cave gets very dark pretty quickly, uh, but you can kind of see you know the the whitish. Um, slime on the floor and uh the uh or the ground and the 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 walls uh and some of the rocks as you know even just looking uh from the outside so um it, it it's definitely you know it, more than uh what you expected more than what uh, diana described yeah leo is like as fast as he can the helmets on the pads are going on totally. assuming galoshes yeah. it's guys guys we don't have time for photos the the faster we're in there the sooner it's slime time totally listen and listen we've got, we, we've got well, yeah but uh, you don't know how deep we're going a week might not be enough <laughs> I, I i i call bullshit every scientist i know is extremely patient and meticulous why Did you say you I'm only a grad student? I'm... Graduate students, man, we're ready to go. Did you yeah, say slime time? Yeah, slime time. You've heard of the flim balls? I mean, I've heard of like double dare and slime, like it's... Nickelodeon. Don't get this on you. I don't think it's that kind of green slime. Okay. Although Just... I guess I never checked. Okay. And Mark is kind of listening to you, uh, to your conversation, and he goes, "Yeah, this is not you. You don't want this, you know, slime poured over you." And he, he kind of explains that you can get it on you, you can touch it, but you know, it's not something that you want to keep on your skin. If you keep it on for, you know, probably like ten minutes or more, it's going to start. It is acid. It's going to start eating away at at your skin, and you'll probably get the equivalent of like a sunburn. You know, if it's kept on for an extended period period of time it's worse uh, than that it's a chemical burn it'll exactly and he says the same thing about the stream he says you know we can go in the stream uh at least you know in in the places that that we've been able to explore and he kind of explains that there's a number of rooms in the cave and they've only been able to go about like one room back in in the cave one or two rooms back um and they expect that that it goes back you know much much farther than that uh they don't know how toxic it gets uh outside the farther back they go um, am I allowed to take samples? I asked uh, Mark and Diane. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, uh, I would expect that everybody here um, has some type of uh, sample kit. Uh, you know, Chris, you would have, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to make everybody describe it. Um, 
I, let's just right. assume that, you know, anything that you would need to do like chemical analysis to geology analysis, anything like that you would have. Yeah. Small bug catching nets, anything you want to capture. Let's, I'm just going to assume that you have it. Uh, additionally, all of you have flashlights as well. Um, right. Mark kind of, uh, you know, as everybody's putting on their equipment, Mark and Diana uh, go around uh, and, uh, you know, kind of inspect it to make sure everything looks okay. Everything seems to be working okay. Uh, when, when Mark, uh, Chad, when Mark gets to you, uh, he kind of, you know, makes sure your equipment goes okay. He kind of looks at you and says, you are going to do some, some analysis for us, right? You know, you, yeah. you do understand yeah. this is not a spring break trip. I've got plenty of experience with geology, biology, or physics if need be. Just tell me what I need to look at. Okay. Just, you know, I, I, tell, he says, I tell you what, you know, I'm going to let you figure out what you want to look at, at least on this initial trip. Uh, he kind of looks over at Leo. Uh, it says, Leo, you know, we, you know, we definitely want you looking at the, uh, the, the, the uh, slime uh, to see if we can figure out what its composure is. Um, Chris, uh, you know, there's a lot in there uh, for, for you to look at. Um, and, you know, Diana says, and you know, don't forget, you know, we, we want to try to figure out where, where this, you know, buzzing is going to come from. We, we're we're going to take things slowly. Uh, we're not going to go too far, uh, but we, uh, you know, we want to be careful. Uh, and with that, they, they kind of, you know, make sure that their gear is uh, good. And then they start to head into the cave itself. Right behind him, hot on their heels. Uh, so you you enter the cave, and the the like I said, the stream exits the cave. The, the stream is flowing out from the cave. Um, it kind of goes along the side of the entrance, and so there's a good probably 15 feet or so of room for you to walk in. Uh, but as you walk into the cave, uh, the first room that you're in opens up into this very, very large room. That's kind of, um, it, it's somewhat flat. Uh, there's a lot of like loose rock on the floor. There are some stalactites, uh, but you, uh, you, you do see uh, the, the, there are some, uh, like, like I said, there, there is some loose rock, especially around the, the, um, the stream. Uh, the room itself uh, is probably a good two to 300 feet long and, and wide. It's kind of this big oval shape. The, uh, from the room itself, uh, there are two exits to the room other than the entrance that, that you came in uh, from. There's one to the south uh, and then one to uh, the west. We'll, we'll say that you kind of came in from the east uh, if you're trying to you know, map this out. Um, the one thing that you do uh, here as soon as you walk into the cave, you, you could hear this a little bit on the outside of the cave. Uh, but it was kind of hard because of all the no uh, noises from the jungle. But as soon as you enter the cave, you absolutely hear this buzzing sound. It seems to be like reverberating uh, uh, um, from the walls. You you just really you uh, because of the echoing in in the 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 cave itself, you just can't tell where it's coming from. Uh, the last thing I'll say is the stream itself. Um, I, I said there, there were two exits from this room to the south and, and to the west. The stream uh, kind of flows through the west exit into whatever room is beyond there. Uh, again, there's no light other than your flashlights, so uh, you can't really see far in, into any of those rooms just due to their distance. Is that, hey, is that Bugs Leo? Yeah. 
there, I know there's a bunch of midges. Could it be midges? I, I don't think midges usually make that. And I'm I'm I was doing some reading. I don't even think they said they have cave crickets, but maybe they're further in. Does this sound uh organic? Like uh, cicadas? Yeah. Uh go ahead and make a biology roll. May I do the same? Sure. Yeah, and, and if you can, if you have biology, actually everybody should have at least uh, a base. Uh you can go ahead and roll. Uh 27 Physics. under 70 for a hard success. Awesome. 29 under 30 for a regular success. Nice. Chad is surprising everyone. <clears throat> uh, uh, I so, succeeded as well. Awesome. So for those who, who make it, and especially you, Leo, it, it's definitely organic. It, it's it's not something that uh, like, like you don't believe it's the stream. It kind of has this insect-like quality to it. Uh, the, the thing that stands out to you is that the, the buzzing is not consistent. It, it's not like it's a constant buzz. It seems to rise and fall. Um, you, uh, and, and I'm sorry, Leo, you got a, um, you got a hard success, right? Uh, yes, a hard success. Okay. So you, uh, it, you haven't really heard anything like this before you know it, it sounds very much like like insects you but you can't place it and just the the rise and fall of the um of the 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 buzzing it sounds weird and this this thought enters your mind and then quickly leaves it because it's too ridiculous to even think it almost sounds like you know maybe like if the bugs were talking to each other it's like a conversation but you, you you've never heard anything like that uh but so yeah, I, I'm, I'm listening to it. I, that's for certain biological of some degree. I think we might be dealing with some sort of cave cricket type thing. And these might be like mating calls of some kind. To, and this is their environment, the cave. Oh, this is fascinating to, to think of something that could live down here like this. Definitely a new species. Hey, that means we get to name it, right? Well, I, I think actually Diana would be the one that would get first dibs. Uh Although, Chad, uh, you know, funding goes a long way there. <laughs> Got you covered. Um, so it's not mechanical or physical that you can think of. Uh, I was kind of wondering if the chemical working on the walls might be causing some sort of weird bubbling reaction. But it does sound like bugs. You and and as you're either saying that or looking at that, you you all do see that you know kind of coating the walls, uh, dripping off of you know either the walls or the stalactites are you know th these uh, uh, snotites for lack of a better term, and it, it really does uh, you know not not to be uh, too disgusting, but it it really does um, uh, look like uh, somebody like sneezed on the wall. Um, one of you, as, as you're walking through your, your foot starts to slip and you, um, you, you catch yourself really quickly uh, and you look down and there's like this big um, uh, like mat of this stuff uh, on, on the floor, the, the, the flim ball mats. And, and it is actually very slippery. Uh, it's very um, white uh, in, in nature and in color um and it it does look unusual it's, you know the way that it was described to you is is very similar to, to what you're seeing okay dude so you thinking what i'm thinking this is like schmegma i mean it's like ew yeah yeah this is where all the this is where all the local natives come in 
No, no, Pete, this is totally it's natural. Disgusting. It's really exciting the way these form. Let me explain it to you. I mean, to be fair, smegma also very natural. And it stinks. <laughs> I'll be honest. Now I can't stop thinking about it, Pete. <laughs> now, if uh, since since I mean, this is a lot of sulfur in the in the earth and this and sulfurous gas and all of these insects or whatever's in here. This these got to be extremophiles, right? They're not. They probably can't live out in the jungle. And vice I mean, versa. you do right. see you do see some bats in this room or evidence of bats in this room. Uh, you know, anybody looking into the stream every once in a while, you can see a, a fish uh, swim by, even though you know it's, it's very uh, opaque where we're here. So, at least in this room, uh, you, you right. suspect that you know the um, the the gases are not that toxic, uh, and, and in fact, you know you. Uh, we'll say that everybody will, would have like this little like meter to sh show you how toxic the air is. It's, it's breathable in here. You could take right. off your equipment and breathe in here. It would probably be uncomfortable uh, and it would smell really bad. E even you know, with Burn the equipment on, you can still kind of smell it. Yeah. It, you you kind of get it in your throat. Um, so it's not unusual for, for an it would not be unusual for animals to, to only live in here, but the farther back in the cave you get, that's where it would probably be more unique animals. My guess, too, is that you might find an area in here deeper down with a whole bunch of animal carcasses that wandered in here and died because of the toxic, you know. That's good fuel, though. If there is something that's adapted, perhaps it lives off that sort of thing. So I turned to Professor, uh, Professor Boston. It's like, where, where, where's the portions of the caves that, that hasn't been explored? Cause that's, that's, that's where I want to get pictures of. Sure. Uh, so she says, so we've, we've been in the rooms beyond here, but the, the rooms beyond that, that is where uh, we have started to uh, kind of get into uh, where we haven't been able to explore. That's where it starts to get really toxic in, in the next rooms, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, you'll be able to see that they, it gets pretty bad in there. And, um, you know, fortunately the equipment, she kind of looks at her gauge. Equipment seems to be working so far. She kind of looks at everyone and asks, is everyone doing okay? Uh, you know, she seems to be very concerned about all this. Hey, okay, the, doc. The gases aren't flammable, are they? No. Okay. Just, I, we're going to have to set up some lights if you're going to want to take some pictures. Yeah. I lean into Pete. I'm like, like these rooms that have never been photographed. That's our, yeah. that's our funding for Africa, Pete. Just kind of watch that there's spooch everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll take a little to get a lot. Um, okay, let me, well, let's, all right, we'll have to wear this. Are we, so we going to do that today or are we going to do that tomorrow? Yeah, no, she says, you know, we're going to yeah, at least go one more room. Um, you know, I, she kind of, you, you've only been in this room for like maybe a half an hour. Uh, so she says, you know, we want to kind of, I want to go as far as we can, you know, uh, to, just to see how things go. Uh, she says, I, Mark and I have been here before. We know what the next rooms are. So you, you all choose which room you want to go to. Uh, the room to the east or west uh, or the room to the south. Which which room is most spectacular? I see it's going to take me about 15 or 20 I minutes. I think we should follow the, the water. It's flowing okay. into yes, the west. Stream. And yeah. that would mean its source is from the north. She says we've actually never found the source. Uh, so so the, the water's 
The water is flowing out of the cave, not into yes. the cave. Out of the cave, yes. Yeah, I, I would love to follow the the water to further. Sure. I mean, we may not be able to get to its source, but yeah, I'd like to go west. Awesome. So she says, okay, uh, and uh, uh, everybody slowly starts to uh, head that direction. Uh, then uh, the room uh, to the west, uh, you're kind of following the stream, uh, opens, uh, it kind of narrows uh, into, uh, you know, maybe about a 20-foot opening and then opens up into another room. Uh, this other room is a lot rockier than the other. You still have all of the uh, snotites, you still have all the flum ball mats all over the floor, so you, you do have have to be careful as you're going. Uh, the stream in this room, um, it, or sorry, th this room is a little bit smaller than the previous room. It's probably about 150 feet or so uh, in uh, circumference. Uh, and uh, But when you walk in, um, you see that the stream goes through this room and it kind of branches off. It looks like the, um, the, the stream uh, uh, or not like it branches off. It definitely branches off where it continues off into the west down a tunnel that way or to the south through this very, very narrow tunnel. Um, in order to go down that tunnel, you suspect that you would have to, not suspect, you you would have to actually go into the water. And the tunnel that it goes through is maybe about two to three feet wide. Um, uh, looking around the room, uh, it's... Uh, it, at least from the initial glances, it looks very similar to to the other room. You know, Rocky, the uh, the the um, the the stream here. Uh, so, uh, what would you all like to do while you're in here? Well, I'm gonna look around to see if there's something that would make a good photo and point Justin there, 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 where. Yeah, I think I'm I want to focus on where this the stream's kind of coming into the room and. You know, okay. Get so I'm going to set up, set up some up lights, lights and some reflectors. Yeah. yeah. Start okay. setting that up. Okay. Uh, it takes I'm... you. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, it takes you a couple of minutes to, you know, get all that, you know, set up. You you are able to find, uh, you know, a couple of places in the room that would be good to take pictures of, especially where the, the stream kind of um, branches out. And, and when I say branch, uh, what I mean is, you know, the stream kind of flows together into this room, into the, the mainstream that, that you saw before. The, the smell of sulfur is definitely, even with your masks on, it is... Uh, uh, pretty prevalent in, in the mass and you look at your gauges and you could technically breathe in, in this room, but it's kind of like on that border of almost being too toxic. And the fact that the, the farther you go into the room, the, the more toxic the air is. Did we bring any cave diving equipment? Like diving underwater type uh, thing? Yeah. Cause it sounds no. like some of these, right. We'd be getting into the water, but not submerged completely. Yeah, the, the stream itself is probably about two to three feet deep. So at most, maybe waist high, at, at least for where everybody has gone. Um, Diana, you know, has told and Mark have told you that it is very possible that, you know, the source of this is like an underground lake or something. Or, you know, you may get to a point where in order to explore farther into it, you would have to, uh, you know, go cave diving. But she says that's probably that, that that was not expected for this trip. So and, and your masks definitely are not waterproof. Um, so you can't really dive with them. Right. I mean, it, if it's just waist deep, Leo, we could, you know, just wander through and yeah, maybe it'll damage our pants. But um, 
I'm going to take samples, anything that looks interesting, um, you know, make sure I know where they're at to write it down in my field book. Um, you know, maybe, maybe take a sample of the water as well. Um, for for future comparison. I can help you analyze some of that stuff when we get back. I'll assist Great. in the samples. Okay. Great. Awesome. Same for Leo. All right. Uh, so you, you start gathering samples of you know the, the water, the the rocks, the probably the, the slime as well. So you can do some analysis on that. Uh, and, and, you, and Diana and Mark are, are in this room as well, kind of doing uh, their own uh, analysis, kind of looking around. You know, they've, they've been here before, but, you know, this is a very unique experience. So this is kind of like Disneyland for them. You know, no matter how many times you go, it's always a great experience. Um, Pete and Justin. <laughs> Pete and Justin, give me spot hidden rules. Uh, that is a 32. I could spend two if I need to get to a hard. No. Yeah. I'm okay. regular too. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> both of you also give me sanity checks. Okay. 59. Oh, that is a fail. I've also failed that. All right. So uh, you both lose one sanity. Uh, as you're setting up and taking pictures uh, around the room, uh, you're, you're, you're taking pictures of, you know, everything that you can in this room, you know, with the snotites, the, the stream and all that. Right. And you kind of get to just beyond where the stream kind of converges together. And it's, it's roughly the center of the room. So you're, you're kind of on the west side of the stream and you're looking down, you know, trying to get some good pictures of the stream. And you see a footprint in the the kind of the wet uh, gravelly you know like dirt there but it's not a like human footprint it almost looks like a cloven goat footprint hey leo uh yeah yeah um devil's cave look look, look. uh we'll shine the light down a, yeah. are there take goats goats native to this cave the, the rest of you can give me sanity checks as well as you you come over and see this uh zero if you make it uh one if you fail um there are uh goats uh native to the area but uh leo as you look at the uh the the hoof print for for lack of a better term you've never seen a goat this large it's probably a good uh, probably, you know, maybe eight inches long and, you know, four or five inches wide. It, it, it's really, really large. This is, yeah, this is, uh, uh, yeah, this is incredible. And he's, he's kind of flustered by it having failed his sanity rule. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard of deer and goats in the area, but nothing of this size and you wouldn't expect it here. Could, could it be a fluke? Could it, could it just be a fluke? Could it be like a so goat stepped and slid and made it longer? Maybe one of the locals came in here and made it look like that. Or just a yeah. rock fell and killed whatever slime goo. We Are there more than one, bodies, one footprint? You, you only see the one. It's kind of on the edge of the, the water. But if I, the orientation of it, if, if something were walking through the cave, it would have been walking towards the room you just came from coming from probably the the tunnel to the west outside of uh, out of this room 
Yes. So going towards the west. Uh, going towards the east. So toward oh, the entrance of the from cave the west. from the yeah from uh, farther into the cave. Well, uh, biblical. You know that uh, creek going into the room to the south is looking a little better to me. What you? No, I want to see what this is. This is fascinating. Get get some get some good light on this, Pete. You're doing a yeah. great job. Yeah. A little bit, a yeah. little bit more, a little bit more. All right, get a couple Patronizing. couple shots of it. I mean, Leo, patronizing this, you. You're doing great, wrong. Pete. This is so wrong. I mean, what what is this thing? It's weird. It's strange. El Diablo walks among us. Chupacabra lives here, sucking the goats. <laughs> I mean, it could be a, a blood-based creature out of here, but I mean, anything that could survive down there, maybe it just comes out to feed on things. Maybe it's a is genetic it abnormality. Just, is it just likely some animal walked walked in here and either got out or died? Probably just a goat with a big hoof. Big hoof. Yeah. Where the footprint is, it, it is very toxic there, you know, to, to where if you took off your, your mask, you would probably be coughing uh, and, and choking a little bit. Can I reshine the light so that it shines deeper into the area where behind where the hoof would be? Yeah. Can we see what how big of a room it is? The, the the room from from where you're at where the, where the kind of the the footprint is you know maybe goes back about you know ten or fifteen feet to the wall um, the there's a tunnel uh, to the um, kind of a little bit uh, north of, of the wall right there that leads off to the west and then like I said the um, the the tunnel to the south and, and the, the streams uh, kind of come from both uh, of those tunnels so it's um, it, it's Fairly close to to the tunnel that leads deeper into the west. Okay, I'll admit to you all that I'm a little unnerved by seeing this, whatever it is. If I shined the lights in there and I saw a couple of glowing red eyes looking back at me, I'd be on the first airplane back to uh, Boston. <laughs> um. I mean, if it's truly adapted to cave, it might not have any eyes at all. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that'd be weird and scary. Yeah. Um, that'd be uh, worse. Sorry, Deanna, are we finished with this room? Can we keep going? I I mean, I'm, I'm terrified, but also intrigued. Well, how much time do we have? Uh, you've, yeah. you've probably been in this room for a good 45 minutes, you know, doing your analysis and, and all that. But uh, as, as you're all are kind of, you know, taking pictures of this and looking at it, everybody give me a listen roll. Oh, 16. Oh, seven, which is hard. All right. So those mine, mine's, mine's extreme. Okay. Not, I, got, I got a 99. All right, I got so a 96, which is a fumble. All right, so so both uh, Chris and uh, Chad, you you are both uh, just you know it, it completely entranced by this. Uh, you know, you're getting close down to it. You know, uh, you know, Chad. You know, you you've never. I mean, you you 
you've taken science classes before enough to kind of get where you're at, but this is just like opening up a new world to you. It's kind of blowing your minds. And, and so because of that, you are both just totally um, uh, paying attention to this, nothing else. Uh, Leo, you said you failed, uh, correct? And, and then Pete and Justin, you, you passed? Yeah, or I got an extreme. Right. So Leo, you're, you're, um, you're, you're kind of, you know, glancing over Chris and Chad's shoulders, trying to get a you know closer look at this. I mean, you're the biologist, you're the one who's should be looking at this. Uh, but at, the three of you are really just paying to the attention to this Pete and Justin, um, at you, uh, you, you hear, uh, as everybody's looking at this, you hear a splash, um, coming from, you know, farther towards the, the, the entrance to the room that, that you, um, came from and you both glance up and you see that mark has fallen into the stream uh and look uh you can say you see that he has fallen in and he's lying face down in the stream oh shit butter butter feet start running over towards him might have hit his head on a rock what pull him out pull him out so you uh uh you both start going over there both of you give me dexterity checks uh because it is a little slippery in here uh, fail that fail. All right. So you, uh, you both, uh, are, are kind of clamoring Sliding. to, to get over to there. You know, it's very slippery. The, the slime is all over the floor. There's loose rock. Uh, you do make it over to him, uh, but you both kind of, uh, fall in and take a point of damage from, uh, you know, kind of just kind of, you know, hitting the rocks as you go, go down, uh, you get to, um, to, um, Mark, uh, you as you get there, you do see that you know he's kind of lying face down in that uh, milky white water, and there is uh, around his head there is you know kind of a stream of red flowing from it. Uh, it does look like he might have hit his head uh, as he Shit. fell. Shit! Yeah, pull him out! Pull him out! Yeah, get him pulled he's out. He's gonna drown. Is Lay he breathing? Uh, you start to pull him out. Uh, the the other three of you, um, what are you doing as as they kind of uh, by this point you you've seen this. Are they um, to where they are? Where they're picking up Mark? Is there like a slope or anything, or are they just like across the room? The the, the cave itself is fairly flat. It, it does slope down slightly as you go farther and farther into the cave, but it is fairly flat. So there, it's more like they're across the room. So I look at that and I'm like, "What happened? Did he did he slip? What what happened?" she's just like I, I don't know I, I was I wasn't really paying attention uh, you know and you you pull him out and you can see that his mask has kind of started to fill up with with water it, you know again the masks are not waterproof um, right. uh, and his face is like beet red he's got a gash on his head uh, she's like we, we need to get him out we need to get him out yeah is he uh, yeah is he breathing? Get out of is the he cave. conscious he, he is breathing uh, he is he is conscious but just barely. Okay, we've got to. Does that wound look cave. like it needs yeah. first aid? Uh, it we'll definitely looks off. like it needs yeah. first aid. Well, we got to get him out of the sulfur room. So, yeah, yeah I start dragging him out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is anybody going to help him? Yeah, help oh, yeah. Justin? Yeah. Um, is, sure. Do we have to drag him or is he able to? Can we prop him up and he can help? Walk. You could probably like if if uh, both of you got on either side of him, you could put uh, his arms around you and kind of drag him, or like fireman carry him uh, out. Um, I I do start dragging him yeah. until P points out that we get you know arm over each shoulder. Yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, you you start heading out. Uh, you know, you get out into the entrance and then and then out to the outside of the cave. Um, the the rest of you, what are you what are you doing? 
looking for first aid kit. Um, okay. Trying to do what I can. Um, Got one in the pack. Leo, Chris, and Chad, uh, the three of you, give me listen rolls. I succeeded this time. Okay. Uh, and uh, Leo uh, failed. Uh, Chad, what about you? I could, I could spend 10 points of luck if it's necessary. It, that's up to you. Or you could push Thanks. it. I think I'll just take a uh, 10 luck and pass. Okay. Um, so Chris and uh, Chad, uh, you, uh, as you are uh, kind of following them uh, and, and Diane, uh, Diana, as you're, uh, as they're pulling Mark out of the, uh, the cave, you notice that the buzzing has stopped. Uh, the rest of you pull Mark out of the cave. The uh, uh, Leo, I, it, uh, Leo or Chris, somebody said that they were going for a first aid kit. You absolutely have a first aid kit. Um, yeah. Once you get out into the fresh air, uh, you kind of uh, Diana pulls off Mark's uh, mask. Uh, he, he's coughing a little bit from from the water that has started to fill up his mask. Uh, and he kind of sits down. He he is conscious now. Uh, and then you know somebody can you know absolutely do first aid if they want. I've got bottled water too, so we can, if he's got a cut on his head, we can wash that out. And okay, um, yeah, you 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 pour the water on it. Um, the the once you once you start doing that and start bandaging up, it, it doesn't look that bad. Uh, and, and Mark uh, kind of. He's kind of holding his head. You know, it's very tender. Uh, he's like, oh, what, what, what happened? I was just, I was standing on the edge of the, the stream. And then the next thing I know, I was, you know, underwater. You must have slept and uh, hit your head. Yeah, you got to tell us. We don't know what happened. Uh, I'm, I'm... Shoot, we should have checked at the edge of the stream there to see. <laughs> Everything is slippery in there. Just step on a cave booger. He's like, I, I must have. I, I, I must have uh you know kind of slipped on on the edge of the the cave and, and fell and hit my head and um i'm, I'm sorry i i am sorry we had a, um this happened and you know it, it by this time you know whoever's doing first aid it, you've kind of stopped the yeah you've yeah. kind of stopped the 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 bleeding uh he seems to be doing okay it's obviously very tender he's probably going to have a headache yet, but it, from yeah, what just, you can tell uh, actually go ahead and make a first aid roll or, or i just said yeah okay. i pass okay um he doesn't look like he has a concussion or anything. no it doesn't look like that uh he you can even see where he's starting to get like a, a goose egg bump on, lump, on his yeah. head but but nothing that would indicate that uh, there's a concussion you know you've, you've probably taken first aid classes uh, you know you're kind of looking at his eyes shining the lights into his eyes he everything seems to be normal it was just a bad fall where he hit his head does mm. his uh rebreather look functional uh <laughs> is it pot like uh, maybe it's like a lack of oxygen. Uh, if he was, if his rebreather right. wasn't working, uh, go ahead and if you want to check it out, go ahead and either give me an engineering or a mechanical repair roll, whichever. Yeah, uh, and we want to make sure that it's still working. We don't want to be down one of these. Um, yeah, I can definitely take a look at it. Um, he turns it over a few times in his hands, uh, realizing quickly that uh, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> it completely fails. Here, give it to me. Let me look. Uh, yes. Part of what I do is repair. So, um, 
Yeah, that's a that's a pass on the chemical. Okay. The the straps look uh kind of a little bit worn, uh just from from where you fell in. It looks like it, it may have like gotten stretched a, a little bit, uh, but it looks like it's still functional. Okay, it looks like it's still functional. <clears throat> Diane, should we call it quits for the day or? Uh, she goes, yeah, she looks at her watch. Uh, she, and she's, you know, she, this whole time she's been kind of uh, fussing over Mark, making sure he's okay. She's like, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of getting late, a little bit late. Why don't we head back? Let's, let's call it a day. I think we, we made good progress, uh, you know, despite what, what happened. Um, Give me 20 minutes to collect all of the equipment. Okay. Get it restowed. Yeah. I so go, I go back with, in the cave. I go in with Pete. Okay. Uh, you got. Yeah, I'll go, in, I'll, I'll go in with the photographers. Um, I'm the one who understands caves best. Okay. I'll go in as well to uh, to make sure that uh, our good friend who fell unconscious did not drop anything that we need to bring out. Okay. Yeah. You uh, you're able to collect your your gear uh, without an issue. Uh, he he did. Uh, he probably would have dropped some some of his gear uh, when that happened. So you're able to collect that as well. Um, for for those of you who uh, who had passed the the listen roll before, it was Chad and Chris, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, the 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 buzzing has has definitely stopped. I'm not, you know. Oh, that one. Yeah. Have you? Uh, uh, are you going to point hey. that out? Hey guys, notice the quiet. And you know, as you as you all go in, you you kind of hear the. Uh, you know the stream, the the babbling of the the stream, and that's that's it. The the buzzing has definitely stopped. That that hey, makes Leo, sense. We, yeah. Did did we make enough racket that we scared the bugs? That's got to be it. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were yelling for for uh, Mark. It, yeah, it's got to be that. Which is great. Splash. That means it's, it's biological. It, it's some insect or something. This is great. Yeah, I mean, aside from chemical. Yeah. yeah. can't believe we have to go home tonight what a bummer what a bummer we're coming back in the morning um we can have we'll have all day tomorrow because we'll be here early yeah let's get an early start i really want to get further in are there any precautions that we should take when we come now that we've seen the cave i wish we brought spiked shoes you know we're trying to dig into the maybe we should harness i don't know think about what we could do to make it a little safer do are we wearing uh helmets like they traditionally do or, or is Hard this hats. not yeah is this not considered difficult enough it, you so you you Mark know give me it. give me luck rolls for that <laughs> uh it, this probably would not have been considered that and with the way that the helmets fit or not the helmets the rebreathers fit over your your face it, it's sense. probably difficult to wear the traditional kind of you know gear like that um, uh, right. failure on my luck roll okay then i'm gonna say you know with that probably you, you probably would not have have brought that it was probably deemed not necessary uh and it's unlikely that anybody in town would have that would have something like that um you're, you're able to gather your equipment, uh, start heading back to the hotel. Uh, Diana says that you you all have you know about an hour or so to clean up, and then you know the mayor had invited you to dinner that night uh, for for you to head over. So uh, if anybody would like just, to do anything, just before we leave, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious just to look around the general area outside the cave. Okay, if there are any giant goat prints. 
Sure. Uh, go ahead and give me a spot hidden rule. I will join him. Yeah. Uh, Anybody who wants to do that. Yeah. I got, I failed miserably. Uh, success, just regular. All right. And, and Chad, did you pass? No. Okay. Um, you, uh, all three of you, you're looking around. You, you don't find uh, anything like that. Uh, Leo, you do find some footprints, but it's it kind of like the, the, yes. the native animals that you would expect to find in the jungle around there. Probably, you know, the, the equivalent of like, uh, I have to imagine there's, there's probably like lizards and, and rabbits and, you know, things like mice, rats, you know, things like that around the area. You find evidence of that, but nothing like a, a goat or anything like that. Sorry. Yeah. You unless said- it can fly. I, I don't see where it would have come out. You said earlier that there, this was like a rock that just came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Is is it possible? Can I look at the rock and see if there's like any established game trails on the rock or anything like that? Like, you know, I don't know. Sure. Uh, I guess give me a, if you want to, I don't know if this would be tracking or natural history, <laughs> uh, you know, any, any of those. Track. Natural world? Na- yeah, natural world. Yeah. Uh, I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you don't see anything like that, and, and the the jungle around the the cave entrance is pretty. It gets pretty thick. There's like no. There's not like there's a path around the uh, the cave entrance itself that, that you can see. Um, so you probably do find evidence of of animals, but nothing like a uh, a game trail through the forest or anything like that. All right, uh, you you head back. Uh, does anybody want to do anything special uh, other than, you know, kind of get cleaned up and, and, and ready for. Um, no, just get cleaned up and ready. Okay. Um, right. how, I, I, I'm going to make an inquiry. Go ahead. Did you say the mayor invited us for dinner? Yes. Yeah. yeah I definitely want to go. I mean, he's the one who said this is cursed. And then we see this weird footprint and mark falls and hurts himself i i'm going to check with hotel security um either either i'm going to stay here at the hotel while they all get to go to the party or i want to see if they have like a large safe secure safe where we can put the equipment where nobody can get to it uh, well, there's the hotel clerk. Uh, her name is Maria. That is the closest thing to security that the hotel has. Uh, she does tell you that they do have a safe. So, so your individual rooms do not have safes, right. uh, but they, they do have a safe, but it's not. Uh, how, how big are you looking for? Are you looking like a gun safe type type size uh, or? Put the whole, whole backpack in there. It's got all of our expensive um, equipment. You know what? Yeah, I'll say that uh, they they do have a safe of that size that they can store things in. Um, Mark does say that he is going. He he's got a headache. Uh, he just wants to rest, so he is going to stay back at the hotel. Okay. Instead of going to dinner. All right. So if 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 Justin agrees, then I'll uh, I'll put all the stuff, the expensive stuff in there. I don't have to put the lights and that all that stuff. So it's, yeah, I put the cameras in there. Cameras the lights can stay with Mark. All right. I, I should probably tell you too. Um, you know, your doors to your hotel rooms do lock. 
not the most uh, secure locks in in the world, though. Yeah, and the windows are open to the outside to let in the cool evening breeze. Right, and the iguanas and the kwanis and the little right. lizards and the birds and the snakes. Uh, so uh, after you know you you all get cleaned up, uh, it sounded like everybody was going to the mayor's house. Is that correct? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Diana uh, leads you again. You have to walk uh, in order to get to the mayor's house. It's about a twenty minute walk, and it's actually past the uh, the path to the, the the cave. So you walk the the path of the cave. Was, I think I said was about ten minutes outside of town. His uh, house is about another ten minutes past that. Um, you walk down the road as you start walking down. It it, it is um, you. By the time you get there, it's about dusk, uh, and you. Um, about 10 minutes uh, past the uh, the path to the cave, you see a driveway that leads off of the uh, side of the uh, uh, the, the road, the, the, the dirt road. Uh, the, the driveway is uh, kind of filled with this uh, like granite, uh, granite gravel. There's a, a fence or a gate there that has been opened up for you. And the it takes you a good five minutes or so to walk down the, the driveway. Uh, and uh, as you kind of walk, it, it kind of uh, uh, snakes around a little bit. It does a little bit of a curve. Uh, and, and of course, you're surrounded by jungle on, on both sides. And then it goes straight. And you can see in front of you this very, very large house, very out of place for what you've seen in the uh, uh, yeah. the. Um, uh, the the village so far it, it, it's a one level. Uh, if uh, you had to categorize it, you, you kind of would uh, you so, kind of compare it to like a ranch uh, a style house. house. Yeah. You're right, but but it's very very large. And, and uh, there is a very nice um, uh, SUV uh, in in the front, uh, a brand new uh, truck in uh, SUV truck in in the driveway. Uh, not the same one you saw before from the sheriff. This is. Uh, you know, probably the mayors, um, and uh, Diana kind of leads you up onto the the porch, uh, opens up the front door, uh, and or rings the doorbell, and then the the front door opens up as these double doors uh, made of this very nice you know, like oak um, opens up, and the mayor is there, and he, he's very he smiles and greets you and says, "Please, please come in. You're you're, you're just in time." Uh, and the first thing that that happens as he opens the doors is you get hit with uh, two things. First is the smell of just some amazing cooked uh, food that that's cooking, and air conditioning, and the, it like true air conditioning, almost like the the sweat on your 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 um uh. Uh, the skin starts to get cold just from the air coming out. And he invites you all and please, please, please come in. Nice. Um, you, you all walk in. Uh, it, the, the, he shuts the, the front door behind you and you, you walk into this very large kind of uh, uh, open floor plan living room slash dining room slash kitchen you can see a hallway that leads off into the um down into the house uh and you know glancing down there there are a couple uh doors uh one, one of which is open you can tell it's a bathroom but there's uh two uh three doors uh that are, that are closed um the kitchen itself is is very nice uh granite countertops uh very uh you know expensive looking um 
uh, very expensive looking uh, uh, cabinets, uh, you know, top of the line appliances. Uh, the the living room area it has a very large couch, uh, a big uh, screen HD TV uh, with. Um, you know, uh, probably the, the latest uh, uh, soccer football uh, game uh, playing on. Telemundo. And the uh, <laughs> looking outside, uh, you can see this very large uh, porch uh, on the back with this uh, very long table set up, uh, all these lights kind of, you know, set up. And he invites everybody to, to make yourselves at home. There's uh, a bar that's fully stocked there. He invites everybody to get a drink, uh, have some appetizers. He says, I- I'm still making the food. It'll, it'll be a couple minutes. We're, we're waiting on uh, another guest. But, but please, please make yourself at home. Do you care if oh. I get some pictures of your home? It's, it's really nice. Just... Oh, no, no, please. Uh, you know, uh, absolutely. You know, uh, feel free to uh, go in the backyard uh, around here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, make, make yourselves at home. I would, I would absolutely love to have my uh, house featured, uh, you know, in, in somewhere at some point. It's a beautiful home. So I'll like go out front and kind of get pictures of the front, you know, just cameras are back at the hotel. Oh, but you can use the cell phone. I will check my phone and see if there are Wi-Fi networks. There absolutely <laughs> is. There, there is a Wi-Fi network. Uh, and it, if you ask, he gives you the, the, the password to the Wi-Fi network. Uh, and he, you know, he's got pretty good internet access uh, for, for being out in the middle of the jungle. You kind of like broadband, you know, speeds. Uh, very very uh, unusual. <clears throat> I will tweet about day one. Upload my selfies. Yeah, I reach. I reach for a camera from Pete, and Pete reminds me. I hand you, I hand you my cell phone. <laughs> I look at it. I look up at Chad. I'm like, no, no, Pete. I but give it back to Pete. Ten megapixels. Yeah, sorry, we locked them up. No, that was it's fine. They're where they need to be. I just had a moment there. I just sit down with my Paulo Negro Modelo um, on the couch watching the football game. Okay. Um, does anybody want to uh, do anything else? Uh, it, uh, anybody who goes into the backyard, it, it is dusk, so it's starting to get you know, darker and darker. Uh, looking out into the backyard, you can see that you know they're, they're right off the 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 uh, outside of, of the back. There's a, a kind of a porch area uh, with a very long table where obviously where you'll be eating. Uh, beyond that is a very large backyard that uh, is, is pretty open. You know, there, there's a flower garden and it, it goes, uh, it kind of butts up against the back of the, the jungle uh, or is where it kind of ends up. Uh, but it's, but it's pro- no, no swimming pool, uh, although he does have a hot tub. Uh, we'll say he's got a hot tub uh, back there as well. Um, the yeah. So um, uh, Diana kind of starts making small talk with, with him. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody, it's very relaxing. Um, after about uh, 15 minutes, um, you hear uh, another car pull up. Uh, in the in the driveway, uh, you hear a door uh, close, uh, and uh, a couple you know seconds later, the front door opens, 
and the the sheriff walks and you immediately recognize him uh both um i think it was uh, leo and chad you you were the ones who saw him before so you immediately recognize him but he's also still wearing his uh police gear uh he he the rest of you uh those seeing him he's a very tall uh well-built uh man he uh you know very muscular uh he he walks in uh, Diana looks at him, uh, you know, immediately recognizes him, smiles and goes over to kind of give him a hug and, you know, start talking to him. And she, you know, introduces him uh, as uh, Ricardo Garza, the, the local sheriff. Uh, and he he looks at each of you uh, and he manages probably the, the best that he can do for a smile. He seems like he's a very you, you get the impression that he's, you know, probably not the friendliest of people just by, you know, what you've seen of him so far. So I'm going to find a spot to sit in the, in the air conditioning. Cause I've been working all day. So if, if there's drinks, I'll take a drink and just relax. Absolutely. He, he's pretty much got anything that you would want. Uh, so, you know, top of the line, alcohol, like top shelf uh, liquor, He's got uh, beer, uh, wine. So anything that, that anybody wants, you, you're able to get uh, for the most part. I'm just taking pulls off the flask, uh, walking around, stick my head in the kitchen. Any uh, young, attractive, RH, male or females in there? No, it's just the mayor. Uh, you, uh, in fact, you have not seen anybody else here. Okay. Uh, you, you kind of get the impression that he he lives here by himself okay yeah in fact uh you don't see you you would definitely you know kind of notice this you know any pictures on the wall you and pete would probably notice this any pictures on the walls or, or anything like that are you know more of like landscapes or you know pictures of the area there's no like family pictures or anything like that gotcha um, Leo is gonna head over by the garden-ish okay. kind of area. He's he's curious what kind of things he has there. If it's a uh, like a chef's garden or a, a garden for looks, and I mean, if he sees a bat or two, he wouldn't say no. Okay. Let's get in dusk time. Go go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll. And O two is looking good. I, I would say so. Uh, so you you go back to, to the garden and the, the garden is kind of a mix. You know, it's, it's definitely a stuff's garden. You, you see herbs and, and stuff that are growing. Uh, you you do see uh, like some some vegetables in there, like tomatoes and, uh, you know, other things like that. Uh, it's also a uh, kind of a um, a garden with with lots of flowers in it. Uh, you do recognize some of these flowers as not not really rare flowers, but but not flowers that are native to the area. So it, it would have cost some money in order to get those. Um, but as you're you're back there, uh, kind of looking at at the garden, and, and the the garden itself is probably about you know maybe about two thirds of the way uh, into the uh, into the yard. You didn't see this from from the house, probably because it was getting too dark. But you do notice that there does appear to be like a path uh, into the jungle from the mayor's house in the back of his yard. But you can't see into it. It is definitely too dark uh, to to do that. Um, as you as you see that, and everybody in the house. Um, 
the uh, the the mayor says, uh, "Please, everybody, the, the food is is ready. Please uh, go out onto the the back porch, and, and we can begin our our meal and our celebration." Um, everybody goes goes out. Yeah, perfect. Um, as, as you're all heading out, um, let's see here. Uh, you know, everybody, give me a luck roll. 16 on 56. 22 on 70. Okay. Uh, Leo, what did you roll? Uh, three on 50. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, and, and Chris? I, uh, luck roll? Is that what you said? Yeah, I passed. 62, 65. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Leo, you are the last one to kind of uh, leave. Everybody else kind of files out. The, the mayor uh, is is behind you. Uh, he's gathering some food, and you kind of turn around uh, just to say, "Hey, you know, do, do you need any help?" Uh, you know, kind of trying to be polite to your host. And you notice that he's he's kind of staring. He's kind of walked part way out of the kitchen. He's he's holding a thing of food, and he's staring down the hallway. Uh, the, the hallway that leads deeper into the house, just kind of staring there. And give me a psychology roll. You're muted. Yeah. Uh, 83 over 30. Okay. Uh, you, you, you can't quite tell what, what's going on. He, he, he's kind of looking there. You, you kind of get the uh, impression that he, he almost has this, unusual almost like fearful look on his face but but that's really the extent that, that you can tell uh and almost immediately he kind of um jerks back uh looks at you smiles uh he, he starts walking with the food so please please come out i uh, kind of leads you leads you out there uh, of course uh thanks and he's kind of casting that weird glance down the hallway of like what what's you you're able to to look down uh the hallway at, at uh, as you're walking out you get a glance and you don't see anything it's just you know uh the, the, there are lights on in the hallway uh you don't see anyone there you see like i said the the bathroom door so it's kind of a description of the hallway it goes to the back of the house uh there are um there, the, the first door on the right is going to be the bathroom. You, you, all, you, you all would have seen that. There is uh, a door at the end of the hallway that's closed, and then a door of the on the left and a door on the right that's also closed. Uh, but you uh, come outside. Uh, everybody sits down. And, uh, you know, the, the, the sheriff is there. Uh, Diana's there. She's kind of making small talk with them. You know, she's, she's talking to him, but he's he's kind of, you know, not really answering. He's kind of, you know, one word answers, uh, things like that. Um, and, and the mayor kind of sits at the end of the table. He, he looks at all of you and, and smiles uh, and says, I, I'd like to, to welcome everybody here to, you know, your, your expedition uh, to our wonderful cave. Uh, and he kind of stops and, and looks around and he, almost like he's mentally counting everyone and says, we're, we're missing somebody. Where, where's Mark at? Uh, he he wasn't feeling well. He had to stay behind at the hotel. Oh, I, I hope he's not sick. Um, no, nothing happens today, did it? You're he he's you know he's okay, right? Yeah, just just said he wasn't up for dinner. 
Oh, okay. Uh, well, well, good. I, I, I'm glad. Uh, I, I'm glad everything is okay. Uh, you know, I, you know, he, he kind of chuckles to himself and, and says, you know, our, our cave has a little bit of, uh, uh, of its own history uh, w- with it. Uh, it has its own dangers. And he kind of points to Diane and says, like, like you know, uh, and uh, our, our sheriff here is, uh, you know, aware as well, and the sheriff gets a, a gruff look on his face. He kind of, uh, kind of furrows his brow a little bit. Yeah, says, you know, we we saw in the paper that there was a, a missing tourist, and you called the cave a what? A, a, that the cave has cursed that it's a acid dripping hell. Yes, uh, he says. Uh, you know, maybe those weren't the the best words, uh, but. I, I'm from this area. I, I've, I've lived in uh, this village my entire life. You know, call me superstitious, and, but you know, I, I do believe uh, in in the, the legends and the folklore of of the um, uh, of the, of the cave. I, I I won't lie. I I tried to dissuade uh, Diana from from you know going into the cave, but. You know, obviously that that can't. Uh, I, I was not successful, and he kind of gives a half smile. And you said there's a devil living in the cave. Yes. The uh, have have you all not heard the legend? No, oh, I've heard about it. Okay, so, so so then he kind of looks at Chad and says, and so and so you know, the the uh, the the legend says that you know the, the devil lives in in the cave. The the you know. The, the cave uh, is an entryway to hell. Uh, and you, you've been in there. You can see the, the acid dripping and, and the, the smell of sulfur. How could one deny that? And in, as he's doing this, Diana is, you know, she's kind of smiling and nodding along like she's, you know, you know being gracious to the host. But the sheriff, he, uh, he kind of lets out this snort and says, that, that's not what this is and you know it. He says the the whole place is dangerous. Nobody should be in there. And he looks at Diane and says, "You all should not be going there." I, I'm sorry, but if I could close down, you know, the tourists from entering that cave, I would. I, I we don't need anybody else to go missing. Well, if I can interject there, we're we're not really tourists. We're not we're not haphazardly just exploring things. We're scientists. I'm not a scientist, but we're scientists. And, you know, you point out that the cave is hell. Um, I mean, to most things, it would be hell. It would be a death trap. But we're interested because there are things living in the cave. And that's kind of interesting that things can live in that environment that would kill normal animals. That's what we're interested in. Um, uh, as sheriff says, regardless, it, I, I, we've had too many disappearances in the area. Area, uh, we've had too many people who who've tried to, you know, go into the cave. I don't care how well prepared you are. I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I can't allow this. And he, his face is, is, you know, he's his as he's saying this, his voice is getting uh, more and more uh, red, uh, and he, you know, gets, is getting more and more agitated. He says, "I." If I could, I would do anything that I could to stop everybody from going into that cave. We, we need to close it down. It's just, it's too dangerous. How many have disappeared? 
too many. We've we've had a disappearance. The last one was uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, we we've searched for them, and it happens. You know, Mayor, you you've seen this. We it happens. You know, too often where you know somebody comes and thinks that they this is just a nature walk. Uh, to, to go into the jungle or, or go into the cave and they, they end up disappearing. It's, it happens too much. We, we need to shut, we, we need to shut down the cave. The, the, well, this did, is did, it. did this tourist go to the cave or did he just go out into the jungle? It seems to me that the jungle is just as deadly, even more so it's everywhere. He says, you're absolutely right. The, the, the jungle is just as deadly. And because of that, again, nobody should be, be going here. We're, this is not a tourist attraction. This is not like somebody going to, you know, the, the local park or, or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, whether or not you believe in the, in, in the legend, uh, which I don't, but regardless, it, it's too dangerous for, for even all of you. Well, I think that we'd all agree with you about tourists, but like I said, we're not really tourists. We're, there's things there's things that you have to understand that in places like that, we're encountering extremophiles that are able to live in those environments. What we might discover might change medicine and science and so many things in the future. It might cure cancer for all we know. Um, it, we're, it's worth the risk, and we're willing to take the risk, but we're being careful. With that, the, the sheriff kind of sl uh, slams his hands down, stands up, and, and kind of points his finger at you and says, you might be willing to take the risk, but you're not the one who has to clean up after things when, when, when they inevitably go awry. I, I'm sorry. You know, he looks at actually, uh, the mayor and says actually, uh, I am the one who has to clean up when things go wrong. <laughs> he, he looks at the mayor uh, and Diane, uh, Diana and says, you know, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I can't stand by and allow you all to hurt yourselves. Uh, I, I, I expect me back tomorrow to, to prevent you, know, you from going if I can. I, I'm, I, I am going to go and see if I can get the authority to do that. And with that, he kind of throws up his hands and kind of storms off. And with that is where we'll end for today. Cool. Our players included Sham Sabin, Steve Anderson, Kent Blue, Nathan Decker, and myself with Tyler Hudakas, the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.